Pow! Welcome to the Variant Brothers, everybody. <laughs> Today, we're going to be covering Gunslinger Spawn, number one. And then in our third variant, we'll be doing our trailer park for the new Batman trailer and the new Flash teaser. I'm here with my Variant Brother, L Charms. How's it going, guys? Variant Brother, Young G. A little fighting you. I like that. And our Variant Brother, Mad D. Well, you're going to like this. I'm the professor, and before we take a deep dive into Gunslinger Spawn, I have my what if question. So guys, what if, like Gunslinger Spawn, the bullets you had to use to wound your enemy, instead of your blood, it was the blood of the person you loved the most, would you be able to do it? I'll go first, and I'll say I would not be able to do it. To extract the blood of the person I love just to complete my mission, I don't know. If it was my blood, that would be different, but somebody else's, man, that's, that's too rough for me. What about you, L-Charms? Present company included, I am going to have to say no. Thank you. Short and sweet. I like that. Young G? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Would you care to elaborate? No. All right, then. And Matt D? For me, I'm going to say maybe. And the reason why I say maybe is because, you know, what if, like, you know, my love of my life goes to the doctor and blah, blah, you know, kind of get some of that <laughs> from that shot or, you know. Maybe later down the line, you know, she might have diabetes, not got wet, maybe not. But prick the finger, blood, you know what I'm saying? Take so, some of that. So, so, so you're saying you're going to go to the doctor and be like, <laughs> yo, doc, can back? I have that blood back? <laughs> yeah. No, not all of it, some of it. Were you done testing? <laughs> Any leftovers you have? Can I just, uh, can I just take that with me? Forward those to Mad D. <laughs> Thinking smart. Thinking smart here. All right. Well, I mean, he's got to save the world somehow, right? I guess, yeah. All right. Well, if the world's ever in danger, Mad D, we know who to turn to. <laughs> Baby, I still love you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into Gunslinger Spawn, heading with L Charms for the summary. Wanted, dead or alive. From the pages of Spawn comes Gunslinger Spawn. Transported to a future from the Wild West, Gunslinger Spawn finds himself in an unfamiliar future. Gas? Google? Smartphones? Gunslinger Spawn has a lot to learn, but some things never change, like fighting angels. Can Gunslinger handle this flock, or will he and his new friend be sent straight to hell? Find out in Gunslinger Spawn. Alright guys, let's get ready to talk about Ghost Rider. I mean, Spawn. Who wants to go first? <laughs> you mean Gunslinger Spawn? <laughs> different Spawn, different Spawn. Sorry, Ghost Rider, yeah, Spawn, uh, yeah, uh, Ghost Spawn. Ghost Spawn. <laughs> Spawn Rider. Spawn Rider. <laughs> All right, cool. So I'll go first. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, this book is, I believe, an anthology, right? It's got like yeah, a bunch of different it, stories. It's got that anthology feel, but at least this time they're all connected with one character. Right. It kind of jumps around his timeline a little bit. You know, I don't know if every Gunslinger Spawn is the same person or if they're like different. Oh, no, it's definitely the same person. Okay. But cool, cool, cool. That's what I thought. It's just to establish backstory. Yeah, my favorite of the stories was uh, the one where he was in the bar with the little kid, you know, defending the little kid from that guy. And, you know, he was like, I'll let you shoot first. And the guy was like, all right. And he was like, bang, bang, bang. He was like, nah, I did it. Sorry. It took too long. I was like, all right, that's cool. That's what's up. It was a very nice, sweet story. Very short. You know, that was my favorite. That was the last one, right? Yeah, that was the last story in this in this anthology. Yeah. I mean, that's why it was the most memorable. It was the last one you read. So, I don't know. I really like the first one in here, the the main story going on. Because he ends up befriending this kid. And he's like, oh, your dad won't pick you up when you're not allowed home. And like, what's up with that? That feels weird. And then he just takes him home. Granted, he needed to learn what gasoline was. I mean, 
he's from Civil War times. I guess they didn't have gasoline and cars back then, or they didn't have cars back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was a good story too. I did enjoy that one. That was probably my second favorite one. I honestly, the whole time I was like, man, something bad's gonna happen to this kid. Like, you know, something bad's gonna happen. Oh, he didn't lock up the store. You know, something bad's gonna happen. But surprisingly, nothing really bad happens to him until the end. And even that was like, you know, his dad basically is conversing with the angels. Basically, the angels aren't good guys in this story. I'm just gonna let you know that right now. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, for me, the main story I did enjoy very much. It to me, it was like a classic type of storyline, kind of like see or hear or read on like other you know storylines out there, not so much like Spawn, but like other various stories out there. Him going to a different timeline from the past to the future. Obviously, he's not going to know so much what's going on. Obviously, like my very brother said uh, about the gas, he was unaware of it. He's like, what's gas? You know, like, how come I machine, which is like he was referring to the motorcycle. And, you know, the kid was taking a look at it. It's like, yeah, you need gas, bro. He can drive a motorcycle, but he doesn't know what gas is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come on, it's just like riding a bike. They had those in the Civil War, right? Bicycles, yes. Okay, there you go. That's the closest thing I got, man. <laughs> like, I can't explain why, why that's why that's allowed. I was kind of bummed out, like, how um, the gunslinger of all spawns, I guess he's the weaker one, you know? And that's the reason why he has to use his blood, you know, for his weapons to kill uh, his enemies. But nevertheless, I mean, he adapted to it, and it's working. But, you know, it does kill him slowly, I guess, or make him weaker. Yeah, that that's also, he's the only spawn who can stand in the sunlight, too. Spawns can't stand in sun. He's, oh, okay. Yeah, he's the only one who can do that. So that, for some reason, makes him weaker also. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the whole, I have to use my bullets, to, or I have to use my blood on my bullets to kill people. Now it's um, it's a lot of things about him. He needs to cross over with Bayonetta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think, Jungie? I think it was really good overall. The first, the main story, I guess, is what we're calling it right now, the yeah. main story. Uh, I really like the, I don't say speech bubbles because it's not a bubble. Like this box, these like... The narration? The narration. I think yeah, that builds the tone, the atmosphere for the character. I think it sets it really sets it with like the, the with the dynamics of I guess a gunslinger spawn. I like the last panel is the best. You know when he's jumping off the roof and he's about to three sixty no scope all those angels. Oh yeah, with two knives in his hand <laughs> and he's just ready to go. Yeah, because you know of course old Billy Boy walked in when he shouldn't have, and uh, now the angels gotta take him downtown. You know sleeping with the fishes, and uh, gunslinger said no. You know what I found funny is like when I was reading this comic and we got to that last last panel. Do you remember the old like Dukes of Hazards that would like stop mid panel and say, "Oh, Billy Boy got himself into some trouble here," or the Dukes of Hazards have gotten himself into some trouble here. That's kind of what I felt like. It's like, well, it looks like the angels are about to be slaughtered by Spawn. Will they make it out alive this time? Find out next week. Yeah, totally. I get that too. Come on, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Am I the only one who gets that reference? I'm gonna take that as a yes. So is there anything you guys did not like about this Ghost Rider story? Yes, that it wasn't a Ghost Rider story. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I was waiting for Ghost Rider to pop up the whole time. <laughs> no, but my biggest, my biggest pet peeve about this one was the first panel, very first page. It was like, see this other comic. Agreed. Literally, as I opened this book, it's like, hey, if you haven't read this other comic, this won't make sense. Which it wasn't like that. It did make sense still. But it was just kind of like, really, right off the bat, you're going to start shilling for your, for your other comic that probably isn't in stores right now, and you, no one can get it. You'll probably have to you know, dig, get a digital comic, buy on Comixology, not a sponsor. Uh, the other thing I, I didn't like, while the stories in the back were nice, 
I think they could have just been, you know, packed into an issue zero and sold cheaper. Traditionally, Spawn comics are two ninety nine, and that's one of the nicest things about the Spawn comics. Two ninety nine, you get a full comic, comes out every other week. You know, it's something people can spend. It's one of the cheaper comics. But making this one a number one, the entry point at five ninety nine, you know, I think twice about it, especially since they came out with six different covers for this one. Yeah, I was surprised to see the big spread. Uh, one thing that I really like about this comic, I think it was the second story, the hang story, where mm-hmm. it was just basically yeah. like, you know, these brothers have gone missing. You see Spawn kind of like take them down from the tree and like bury them. Then he goes and finds the guy who did it, drags them back over there and like pulls the strings so that they're kind of like rehanged out of the ground and it just mm-hmm. leaves. That's it. That's the whole story. I thought that was really pointless. Like it really doesn't do anything. It's not like he collected a bounty. It's not like the guy like learned the error of his ways or anything. Just nothing happened. It was just, hey, you did this. It was bad. I'm showing you the thing that you or your boys already did. That's it. It's very anticlimactic. It's like, yeah, they're it, dead. It's filler. Yeah. It's filler it's in a comic filler book. Filler in a comic book. <laughs> yes, it's an honest filler too, compared to the last Spawn comic we reviewed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's about Gunslinger and it does look at his past, but yeah, when you're talking about King Spawn, right? Yeah, King Spawn. Where they had different stories, you know. Yeah, it was it was a big those. yeah it was a big letdown for, to be honest because I wanted to see more of the characters we saw, and yeah they're not coming back yet. Maybe one day I don't know. No Comox. No Comox. Sorry. He's all the way at the end. The no, very, very last page. That's not Comox. That's not Comox. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We thought the same thing at first, and then took a closer look. It's not Comox. Well, then never mind. I don't know my spawns. It's okay. Comox isn't a spawn. There you go. <laughs> He's a ghostwriter. Vindication. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an angel. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, for me, one thing I didn't like is how the dad just let the angels try to kill his kid and not do anything. You know, who's just like getting mad at the kid. Like, oh, I told you not to come in unannounced or, you know, I'll tell you, you know, I'm going to pick you up or call me and whatnot. But when he pops up, he doesn't do anything. He just gets mad at the kid. And basically let him like about to die. I'm like, come on, dude, do something. You know, you're the dad. I mean, they came to you. The angels are hovering, you know, on you and you're, you look like you're like the what boss or leader of some sort. And you can't, you know, hold control of the angels, like not a tad bit like, oh, hey, maybe not kill my kid. I mean, it's kind of has a parallel to a story in the Bible where now correct me if I'm wrong, because I can't remember his name. Joshua? That is a name. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you because I'm hoping someone other than me read the Bible. <laughs> Where an angel asks him to kill his son on a rock. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Year one, Jack Black. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Isn't it Isaac? The binding of Isaac? Isaac? I don't know, to be he, honest with he you. He binds Isaac to the rock and he's about to sacrifice him. God's like, wait, all right. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's, the, that's, that's the one we're talking. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it, it kind of has that parallel to it. It's like, well take your son to the rock and sacrifice him. And then God comes down and is like, no, or one of God's angels is like, no, uh, I guess this, this is very like, well, similar. It's like, to bro, that. it's a prank show. It's a prank show. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is a, this is a, the parallel to that is the fact that the angels are like, okay, well we got to kill him. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a human. I'm not going to stop you. What it really reminds me of is in, uh, what is it? Captain America, the winter soldier where Robert Redford's over there talking to Winter Soldier and then like the maid comes back and he's like, damn, Maria, you shouldn't have come back, you know, and he oh, kills her. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. That's what this reminds me of, where he's like, oh, man, son, 
You should have just stayed at the store. Well, now they're going to have to kill you. Oh, well. Better you than me. I can make another son. I mean, I'm man. One yeah. who listens. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like, I want to say a coincidence that Gunslinger Spawn somehow finds the one kid in town whose dad is linked up with these angels. What if it's like the whole like Pennywise thing and everybody's really linked to the angels? It's just that, you know, all the adults, you know, are just like in cahoots. In cahoots with the angels. Well, you know what? Speaking of that, I was like reading, you know, the end of these side pieces and, um, you know, how, uh, Six choice right? Yeah, <laughs> nice choice of words there, man. You know how the, uh, gunslinger. So, so he uses his wife's blood <laughs> and he, now he reads side pieces. I'm not saying anything. So Gunslinger, he yells out Bartlett, right? To the uh, wanted person, or yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out Taylor, his last name is Bartlett, too. Oh, so there is a connection. I felt like I like pinpointed, I was like, oh, damn, okay. I had to go back and see his last name, because I remember like Gunslinger like, mentioning his name, or the kid, and yeah, it's Taylor Bartlett. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, might be some kind of... Relation, you know. Oh snap! I, Between, you know, I didn't realize. And yeah, same here. I didn't, th- I didn't, I didn't catch that until you brought it up. Now let me flip through it just to make sure. <laughs> well, now I have to change my grade for this comic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we're gonna wrap it up here, and let's uh, start giving our reviews. Uh, L Charms, you wanna go first? Yeah, I'll take this one. So this one is a stash for me. He's a good character. The storyline has a lot of action. I love the artwork. And even though there are six different covers, I still think the covers are really nice. I do have a beef about there being so many covers, but they're really nice covers. Okay, Young G? Yeah, I'm going to have to give it a six overall. It does have those fillers, which kind of bring it down, even though the last filler was pretty good. But, you know, overall, I guess that first story couldn't hold up the whole comic as it should. So, final score, six. All right, Mad D. For me... We forgot to cover like the art cover. It's pretty great. There's a lot of variants out there. And the one I have is like him just totally old outfit, like Western status, him holding a gun and the yellow background. That was great. Again, there's other variant uh, variants covers out there and they're all pretty great as well. Um, story li- Storyline wise, um, again, it's like a classic story. It can't go wrong. I do enjoy like how he uses his blood to in order to kill his enemies. And I do like the fact how he showed the kid like, oh, this is how you kill an angel. And that was great too. I did enjoy that part of it. Overall, this was a great storyline and I very enjoyed it, which is, you know, kind of, it's great overall because King Spawn wasn't that great for me. And, you know, I was kind of iffy about reading Gunslinger, but I'm glad that I did. Overall, this is a great comic book, and I suggest you pick it up. And for that, I'll give it a Kalabunga. Nice, nice. Okay. As for me, well, much like Matt D, I didn't really like King Spawn. It was okay. It was good. I'm going to give this one a C+. I did enjoy it. It was enjoyable. The anthologies, or I mean, like the all the other side pieces, I guess is what we're calling them. <laughs> they were good. Uh, the connection between like the whole Bartlett name, that was pretty cool. I didn't catch that on first so like you know it was pretty cool to kind of be jumping around all of the gunslinger time period kind of his whole like time period like i said there was really enjoyable stories but i'm not sure that i know anything more about this character now than i did then when i was starting other than the fact that his blood can kill angels and he's like the weakest of the spawns you know it was it was very interesting i'm not sure why he 
told Taylor how to kill angels if you need his blood to kill angels. And it's not like Taylor has his blood unless Taylor's going to become the new gunslinger. I don't know. That's all speculation. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Uh, it does have a lot of variant covers. So all you collectors out there, good luck. But I mean, if you're a collector, you probably have more money than I do anyway. So uh, yeah, overall, like I said, C+. Uh, go pick it up if you're interested. It's a pretty decent comic. And if you can't pick it up, join us on our giveaway. I'm actually going to be giving away a copy of Gunslinger Spawn, the A cover, the common cover. Follow us on Instagram at Variant Bros and you'll be able to see that. Hopefully more than one person enters this time. So uh, <laughs> we can uh, give this to somebody who, you know, somebody different. Moving on to our pick of the week or our pal. This week, I'm going to start with Maddie. Yes. Well prepared. Nah. Okay. So my... <laughs> pick of the week is monster kill squad number two by bad idea and the writers are crystal gauge tomas Jurilio. got that wrong diego rodriguez and again this is number two i already did number one again they kill monsters and the monsters that they're attacking this time around is wendigos want to be like werewolves but they show more of the Wendigos. And if you're not familiar with Wendigos. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it, it, it reminded me of like the Hulk 180, you know, Wendigos. And oh, yeah, <laughs> everybody's read Hulk 180. <laughs> yeah, totally. Here, well, let, 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 me get, let me give you kids, a quick one. Open up to your Hulk 180, please. <laughs> let me give you a, a, well, cr- a it's cryptid. A popular one. It's a popular cr- one. Let me give you a cryptid it's note. It's a camo Wolverine for his. Wendigos <laughs> or Wendigos are skinwalkers. So they're humans that can turn into animal like creatures called Wendigos. Thank you, Eltron. Comes from Native American culture. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Thank you for the backup. So these Wendigos pop up because of the Pandora box. I guess it, first of all, Pandora box got destroyed, right? And now they're putting it back to pieces and these Wendigos are sensing some type of uh, power from this piece of Pandora box. So now they're all swarming there. And now these Kill Monster squads is over there wrecking them and, you know, basically questioning them like, oh, what are you doing? You know, um, you're, this Pandora box is not going to work and blah, blah, blah. And that's about it. You know, it just tells you like these monsters are now picking up these Pandora boxes pieces and trying to put it together. And that's what it's always about, you know. Obviously, these killer monsters will probably be more powerful and take over the world. And that's what the Monster Kill Squad is preventing from happening. So that's that. Pick it up. I enjoy these monsters. And it's a good time because, you know, you got Halloween around the corner. So, you know, grab it. All right. All right. Young G? Before I start, did, make sure you guys take a shot for every time Matt D said Wendy goes. <laughs> oh, man. Man. if you're still alive <laughs> we're gonna continue the podcast now so go back rewind hit, take the wendigo shots and then listen to this review yes please. in your coma in your coma <laughs> all right so my uh pal is avengers tech on tech off avengers that's not the name it's just avengers tech on avengers uh so in this in this uh issue the take red a shot score, for every avengers yeah for every avengers please take another shot this is the second round if you make it out of the first one the Red Skull is the next Thanos, next Ultron, you know, the next big bad who has the power of the Infinity Stones. Uh, in his case, it's the Infinity uh, Mirror Shards. 
which is like the dust of the Infinity Stones that were destroyed. But anyways, uh, the Red Skull is a bigger threat, and with his power, he erases every hero's superpower. So now the Avengers need to fight back. And how do they do so? They suit up. They become the Iron Avengers, and they're going to do their best to uh, you know, stop the Red Skull. So overall, I give it an 8. Uh, enough said. Pick it up or don't. Is it a one-shot, or is it like an ongoing series? Because that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, you tell me. No, it's, it's an <laughs> ongoing series. It's yeah. an ongoing series? Yeah, there's awesome, already man. issue 2 out, I believe. Awesome. Wow, outing Young G like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> L-Charles? All right, so for my pick of the week or my pal was House of Slaughter number one by James Tinian, Brombell, Delaria, Sheehan, and Muerto. Take a look at Aaron Slaughter's backstory in this first issue. Before he earned his teeth, Aaron's was just a black mask in training. His world gets rocked when he's forced to bunk with a new transfer from the rival white mask. Who is this new kid? And why is current Aaron hunting him down? Find out in the House of Slaughter. The reason I like this one is because it extends the something is killing the children universe. We get to see Aaron as a team and there's a lot of representation in this book and representation matters. So as part of my other giveaways, I'm actually going to be giving away the free comic book day, enter the House of Slaughter and issue number one, House of Slaughter. Never mind. I'm entering this one. (laughs) (laughs) Is it separate uh, entries? No, no, no. So if you win, you win all three. Wow, you win all three? You win all three. Wow. And you just have to enter once? You just got to enter once. Wow. I'm no economist, but that sounds like a good deal. Oh, God, guys. <laughs> it's a steal. <laughs> is that good? Are we done through? Yeah. Are we done I, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it isn't a steal if it's giving it away. You can still steal it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for my pick of the week, I read Moon Knight, number four, also known as Blackmail by Jed McKay and alessandro capuccio in this issue we get to examine a little bit more of mark specter aka moon knight and who he really is under the hood which you know as we all know is batman he's batman that's who he is under the hood and this one we get to see some new interesting villains that actually mess around with mark's superpower his money you know without the money who is moon knight and that's what this comic explores i'll let you guys read the rest if you really want to I picked it up because mostly because the it has like the Venom symbiote on the cover with like the Moon Knight hieroglyphics. I thought that was pretty cool, but you know Venom does not appear in the story, so don't get your hopes up. I was really disappointed about that, but I think that's a new thing that Marvel and DC are kind of doing now, where they're just like, "Hey, look at this cool art," instead of like you know representing what's actually in the comic. But I did enjoy the comic; it was really good. I'd probably give it like a B minus because the story is kind of wrapped up pretty quickly, kind of out of nowhere, like Batman. So. But yeah, it was a really good comic, so pick it up or don't, as Young G says. All right, moving on to our third variant, we're going to be doing our trailer park segment. We're going to be discussing the new Batman trailer and the Flash teaser. That is not a trailer. It's a teaser. It's a teaser, yeah. It's a very, very short teaser. I don't know. It's pretty long, but sure. Okay, <laughs> teaser. <laughs> I mean, it's a minute 25, and like the first quarter of it is just... You know, the Flash talking to the camera. I feel like I've seen this movie somewhere before, done better in animation. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Listen, yeah. we'll get into it. We'll get into <laughs> it. All right, guys, let's uh, break this wide open. And Should we start with the Batman? Yeah, definitely start with Batman. Cue the trailer. Da, da, na, na, na. I don't know, w- Was that Ben? <laughs> that, was, that was not Batman. <laughs> that was the Avengers. That was the Avengers theme, but, you know, it was, <laughs> I had to do something. I'm Batman. All right, Christopher Nolan in the house. Actually, that was uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah. In the Christopher Nolan Batman. Yeah. Okay. 
Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. All right. So, did we all get to see the trailer before we start? Does this one go down? No, no, it doesn't. Anyways. Yes, we all saw the trailer. We all awesome. loved it. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I guess I'm going to start off by saying the trailer was pretty cool. One of my biggest pet peeves about this one, though, first words Batman says. Anyone catch them? Not the ones that he's doing the voiceover, but the ones where you actually see him talk in the trailer. The first time I saw it, I could have sworn he said, like, where are they? And it sounded just like, you know, the bat, you know, the Christopher, the Christopher Nolan, Nolan Batman. I was like, are we really doing this again? But then <laughs> that's not at all what he said, apparently. It's like, what have you done? Yeah, it's like what this. have you done? What have you done is what he said, which I did not catch at all. Yeah, it took me two or three takes. I was like, what? Say that again? <laughs> So, yeah, I totally understand you on that. I wasn't sure if they did it on purpose, so we didn't know what he sounded like, or like we didn't, we couldn't guess like the plot of the movie based on what he said. I thought that they intentionally like kind of like muddled the sound, but I'm not sure if it was intentional or not. Well, see, that brings me to my second point. Somehow, this Batman is both more intimidating and less intimidating than Christian Bale's Batman, and I'm gonna get into that right now. More intimidating because he's literally running into automatic fire. Like, there's a point in the trailer where he's walking down. I want to say a dark hallway and like the, a sewer or a sewer. Yeah. 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 And, and they pitch have black. automatic, yeah. Pitch black. And the only lights you see are from the automatic guns and he's just walking down, taking those bullets, like nothing. So that was a dope scene. It I was, it was a really was good like, scene. Oh, okay. Scene of the All movie. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're right there. But so that's like, Oh yeah, that's why he's more intimidating. He's not scared of, you know, these bullets are just flying right at him. Less intimidating because his voice, what the hell was that guys? Like his voice just doesn't do it for me. I just feel like all Batman characters try to get that deep voice, you know, and he's just trying too hard. And I don't see him as <laughs> as a Bruce Wayne or nor Batman, like, this I mean, character as much. I can see him as Bruce a young Wayne. Bruce Wayne. It's Bruce Wayne year two. Like, he's still figuring it out. You know, the voice yeah. hasn't caused damage to his vocal cords yet. <laughs> you know, he's still fresh on the block. My thing is, you got an automatic weapon and this Batman's coming to you. Why don't you aim for the face part that's not covered <laughs> by the mask? You know, why you got to keep aiming at the body when you realize that your shots aren't doing nothing? They don't know yet. That's actually what you're supposed to do. She shoots center mass. Shoot the face. <laughs> Shoot the face. <laughs> it ain't a zombie movie. <laughs> if it was a zombie movie, I'd agree with you 100%. But, but all training tells you shoot center mass. So you're more likely to hit. How are thugs on the street militarily trained? Oh, I'm assuming someone who has automatic weapons or that many automatic weapons aren't thugs on the street. I'm assuming. Again, assumptions here. It's America, so we'll see. <laughs> I do like how the fact, like, I was kind of hyped in the beginning where it showed, like, the cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. In the beginning, and it shows, like, the symbol of Riddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, man, because I enjoy Riddler very much, and that was, like, my best character out there. And I was like, oh, shoot, yeah. That's what's up. And, um, I mean, I think we get a glimpse of him a bit, right? We never get to see his face. We just get to see like the mask. The mask, right. That part. Cool. So I actually I have was, a theory about uh, that. I don't think that is the Riddler. Even though everyone's saying, oh, it's the Riddler, it's the Riddler, and maybe there's confirmations, but I actually just put two things together I have on my piece of paper here that I didn't put together until right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Detective L. Charles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here I we like go. It. Here we go. I like it. So there's that scene where you see him you know, top down, and he has all these things scrawled on, on the floor. Uh, one hmm. of them says, sins of my father. Now- in the comic books, in the New 52, it was the Court of Owls were introduced. And the reason they were introduced, or one of the problems was that the sins of his father caused the Court of Owls to attack with a, with a talon. What if we're looking at one of the talons through the camera? They do share similar, similar features, the mask. 
that mask kind of does look a little bit like a talon mask. It's got the glass eyes. It's, it's missing the beak kind of features. But if as a rudimentary talon mask, I think it might be there. Uh, okay, what else you got? That's all I got. I, I mean, <laughs> if, if it ain't a talon and, and it ain't the Riddler, it can only be Scarecrow is my other guess. Scarecrow's very interesting. Um, I do think that the Scarecrow character is very, uh, very interesting. I, I would hate for them to bring him back, though. Like, we just got off of the last, you know, trilogy that started off with Scarecrow, and Scarecrow was in all the movies. Yeah, no, he definitely right. did good in the Chris Nolan ones. Yeah. Like, you know, let him rest, let the Joker rest, you know, oh, bring yes, people. Please. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring people who are still on the bench, you know? Like, you know, Riddler's good because, you know. The other one wasn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey, he did a job. And, uh, you know. Listen, it was a movie. It was. <laughs> Technically, by definition. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, let's pull some other people. You know, Mr. Freeze, we haven't seen him in a while. Obviously, we're not going to see him in this one. But, you know, like, eventually, let's. Please get don't get Schwarzenegger for that one. Please don't get Schwarzenegger Everybody for that Everybody chill. <laughs> <laughs> but then they showed the penguin, right? Yeah. Yes. Holland Farrell. Did not recognize him Me at all. No, no, yeah, seriously. I saw that. I was like, who is that? Yeah, when I found out it was him, I was like, wow, that's a lot of time in the makeup chair. I wonder if it could pull off like throughout the whole movie. Like, I want to see his character like evolve a bit. So, well, to I'm kind of looking forward to that. To me, the best penguin was the one that was depicted in the TV show Gotham. I mean, I really like that depiction of the penguin. Mm. Oh, yeah, Danny yeah. DeVito? No, <laughs> not Danny DeVito. Good old Danny DeVito. I mean, he did a good job too, don't get me wrong, but. I think his his depiction in in the Gotham TV show actually did a you know much better job, but it also was a different penguin. One thing that I have heard about like you know what the interviews and cast and crew is that like the directors like oh well you know we don't want to see the Batman origin story we've seen it time and time again, but you know this is like the villain origin story you know so like he's not fully the penguin yet but he's like on the path you know the Riddler's right there I guess you know maybe he's like prime Riddler. But, you know, we also get to see Catwoman. Yeah, we do. Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle. Well, I don't know if that's... Is that confirmed that that's her name? I don't know, but traditionally, Selena Kyle is is the Catwoman. But could be someone else. But we know she's being played by... Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Love of my life. (laughs) Sorry, my actual wife. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the the record to show. I also have a wife, and I haven't screwed up yet, so... (laughs) Well, you better not because she's holding a knife. I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, uh, that's. I'm really interested to see like all these, you know, villains and villain hero, you know, for Catwoman? Question mark. Whatever that hmm. she feels like being at the time. You know, like Spider Man's having his Sinister Six movie and Batman's having, you know, uh, Terrifying Three. <laughs> terrifying, <laughs> terrifying Three. I was going to say in the beginning, we do see a. A part where he's fighting a gang of people wearing white paint on their faces. Any guesses on who they are, or are they just you know a roving gang of Gotham? I originally thought that they were Bane's people because you okay. know like oh, Bane okay. has like the luchador mask. They kind of look like skulls, like a little bit, like okay. Dia de los Muertos kind of thing. Okay, you know? okay. That's what I originally thought, but you know we haven't seen anything or even heard of anything of Bane in this movie, so. Maybe it's just like a local gang. I thought they were the Jokers at one point. So like maybe this is taking place after the Joker has died and the Jokers are a gang. But that doesn't kind of fit the timeline. I I feel like they wouldn't give up the Joker right before the movie started. For me, I thought it was just like regular type of hoodlums. Just trying to, you know, 
do bad things in town. And that was it. <laughs> I didn't think of much <laughs> on that part. Uh, what do you guys think about the uh, Batman sign? The logo? Yeah, the logo. logo. I think it's pretty cool because it's just like, like everybody says Batman year two, you know, he's not got all the fancy tech quite yet. So it's just like, you know, uh, it's makeshift, you know, like it, nothing really matters that much yet. Like, you know, he hasn't poured all his money into it yet. You know, he's just like, sure, when you need me, here's my card. You know, it's like I can only afford this font, you know, so sorry for the comic sans. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I do prefer this logo over the last logo we got from the what's his name? Nolan? No, the one after that. Affleck. Affleck. Yeah, the Affleck Batman. I really didn't like that song. That was pretty bold. That was fat. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, I think no, prefer that, that one. To be really? Honest. You like that one? I like the big bulky. I think that was more memorable logo. than the one I just saw right now. Nah, I really like the old school I don't remember logo, how yeah. it looks. Uh, in like the, the, in the what was it? The the movie where he throws it at the flash and it's like this gigantic like butcher knife flying through the air. <laughs> yeah. Any speculation about any other villains that might show up or, you know, anybody like name dropped, you know, how like in uh, what was it in Winter Soldier? They name drop like Dr. Stephen Strange and like mm. all these other people, you know, like maybe they'll do something like that. Anybody else or anybody that you guys might want to see in upcoming Batman projects? Bane. I'd like to see Bane again, but not not flower bane yeah not tom hardy's bane and not like oh, tom hardy's bane too i forgot about that one yeah <laughs> yeah those two veins i mean righteous yeah yeah not that bane man but give me give me like a better bane i think poison ivy again oh you know poison ivy but more dark one. and i haven't seen her in a while yeah i haven't, I haven't seen, her, seen her, in her in a while pretty sure everyone she's a good one yeah i guess uh man bat oh that would be a good one i think uh, it could fit the theme that they're going for you it's know a nice dark yeah that's a good one. Um, I really hope that this Batman, it, it's looking really good, at least to me. Um, especially that last part in the end of the trailer with the car chase. You mean the awesome new Batmobile? It is pretty cool. I Muscle love, car. Yes. It's, I do love the new Batmobile. And it has a cape. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that upside down shot of Batman walking towards the Penguin's car in the fire. That's, man, I just, I hope this movie is good. I wish DC knew how to do good movies other than batman movies like you know i'm not saying stop making good batman movies i'm just saying make everything else as good please no, suicide squad was pretty good the second one or yeah, the, the second the, the second or the remake well, i don't know what we're calling it but the, the latest one was really the good. shark the i really want to watch that one but it's not yeah. on hbo max shark. so <laughs> we'll see i didn't find it on hbo max so oh, it'll probably come back hopefully all right, well, how about the second trailer, guys? Let's uh, talk about some Flash. And I mean the comic book character, just to be you know, clear. Not the camera Flash? Yeah, not the camera Flash. What's a camera? I take pictures with my phone. Okay, you see, back in 1990, <laughs> there was this little wheel, right? <laughs> All right, so what can we really say about this Flash trailer? Okay, question. Yes. Why do you think he went to like a different timeline? To save his mom. That was yeah, and the original Flashpoint. That's what he did. He went yeah, to save his but mom. this time around, is, you think is the same reference? Yeah, I, I think so. I, and that's one of the bigger points that we had already brought up is Flashpoints has already been done in an right. animated movie, and that animated movie is really good, fantastic, amazing. No doubt about it. Yeah, I do very enjoy that. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a scene in the teaser where you know he kind of like sneaks up on this woman. You know, I don't know if that's his mom. Or if, you know, that's going to be Iris or whatever. 
I just, I don't know. Uh, we already know he went back in time kind of to tell Bruce to save Lois. So I don't know if we're going to see that again in this one. I don't know if that's what causes the, well, I don't think so because there's a lot of other stuff. He has to go pretty far into the past because of what happens with Batman in that storyline. No spoilers. So <laughs> <laughs> please go watch Flashpoint if you haven't. I think it's on HBO Max right now, right? Yes, it is. Definitely watch that before you watch anything else. Don't let this be your frame of reference for Flashpoint. You're going to be so mad if you watch this one first, then you watch the animated one. Oh, my God. We haven't seen it yet, so we're just speculating here. But one of the things that I'm seeing as this trailer, or I'm sorry, this teaser comes up, is the fact that you have like three different flashes hanging out in the background. It kind of feels a little, you know, derivative of Into the Spider-Verse, where you have all the Spider-Mans teaming up and forming, you know, an alliance to get rid of the Kingpin that's trying to collapse universes into themselves or multiverses into themselves. I don't like that. I don't I haven't read the Flashpoint comic, so I don't know if that's part of the comic, but it just kind of comes off as like, hey, we're trying to do something meta just the same way that Into the Spider-Verse did it. I feel like it works in animation a lot more than it would work in oh, live yeah. action. Oh, yeah. Which is another unfortunate thing. I mean, DC animation is top tier, but I mean, of course, Into the Spider-Verse was a Sony thing, collaboration with Marvel, I think. But yeah, but I don't know. I I really more apprehensive of this one no offense to the actor you know uh, ezra miller great actor i'm sure i just i when i think of flash i still don't think of him i uh, sorry not my flash who do you think of that is an excellent question that i will answer not right now <laughs> not right now <laughs> because okay. I <I'm> <laughs> okay not right now <laughs> there isn't really much to say about this trailer it's really short the whole thing is a minute and 25 seconds and maybe for the first quarter it's just Ezra Miller talking to the camera. We do know that a Batman is in there. We don't know which Batman it is. We also know... Oh, we know which Batman it is. Oh, really? We know which Batman <laughs> it is? Who do you think it is? Well, it's the big hint was the music, right? Yes. Okay. But do you really think they got him to come back for that? Yes. Yeah, isn't it officially on the record? Listen, mm. if DC walked up to me with a paycheck... I'm not saying no. And this certain, you know, actor has been acting, you know, everywhere lately. <laughs> so it's not like he's going to be like, oh, no, I haven't acted for like years. So, yeah, it's going to be Michael Keaton. Yeah, I don't know. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Watch them like play the Uno reverse card on us and it's yeah. the Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I'm very weary of this. It's just the fact that, Ooh. listen, Marvel does this all the time where they do the, they do the, um, the switch we got it in infinity war when we saw the hulk running into the fray and then when you watched actual infinity war it was bruce banner in the hulk buster oh, okay, i feel yeah. like we're getting this in spider-man and it i don't put it past them to do it in a dc movie especially when they really don't have that much already I think maybe they're swinging big and they're hoping michael keaton i don't know if he said yes or not i can't tell you that right now but I don't know. I think it's a big swing. I think that's the answer to the Spider-Man uh, getting Toby, getting Andrew, or getting the Ock, whatever you... No, well, the, the, that's not confirmed either. The, the Ock? No, uh, Doc Ock is. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking about um, Toby and... That's the answer for getting a... Uh, Doc Ock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just getting Doc Ock? 
And then until we find out if they have Toby and Garfield, then that's also the answer. Young G, to answer your question, the person I would want as Flash is Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt? <laughs> Real life Flash. <laughs> you know, it would be like a good twist if like, if Flash were to come back to his timeline, but become like Flash slash Batman type of deal. There is like a comic Flash book Man? like that, right? <laughs> like the, the metal comic. Uh, I believe it's like a red, you know, a costume Flash, but he has like the wings of like Batman and um, I don't know, some type of suit. Huh. Wow. I believe so. I'm going to Google I'm this right now. Here we go. Metal, comic, uh, That's Flash. pretty interesting. I've never heard of that, but uh, that sounds pretty wicked. I love it when you lie. <laughs> well, you're going to like this. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's actually right. Bruce Wayne from Earth 52. Boom. What can we see? Oh, yeah. snap. So that would be like pretty, Zerg from Toy Story. A pretty <laughs> great twist if they were to do that. And I don't know. I mean, it might be, be possible. Interesting. Who knows where they're going to take the whole DCEU, if it's still going to be a DCEU, if they're just going to like reset the whole thing, blow it all up, and be like, look, we're restarting everything. Uh, we're sorry for. The Justice League movie. Aquaman. We're sorry for Aquaman. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't see the first Aquaman, so I don't know if it's any good. But Suicide you know. Squad. Sorry for the first Suicide Squad. We're sorry for Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> that was an El Char special. I really don't like Jared Leto as a, <laughs> as a Joker. But, you know, maybe they blow it up. Maybe it's just a way to kind of like fix things, you know, to kind of correct, you know, making the Snyderverse canon instead of, the other one, which honestly, you know, I got no problem with the Snyderverse. Snyderverse is actually pretty good, but I do have a problem with their choices, like getting Josh Wheaton to fill in for Snyder for for Justice League. Yeah, that's why they might cut that whole branch off. Oh, I really like, hope they do. <laughs> what Josh Wheaton Justice League? <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? <laughs> and delete that movie off of HBO Max. You know, something like well, that. It was Josh Wheaton, right? Yeah, it was Josh okay. Wheaton. I was a little, little skeptical there. I'm like, wait, did I get that right? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to our issue number 10. Next week, we'll be with our uh, issue number 11, which will be the Dark Knights of Steel. And in our third variant, the Dark Knights of Steel are going head-to-head with Amazing Fantasy number one. Please don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on all our socials at Variant Bros. And please visit our website at variantbros.com. Get in contact with us. None of us bite. We're all pretty good people. I'm the professor, and why so serious? I remember my first grail. Hope you get lucky.